YouTubers that started a podcast. It's called Full, Full Coverage. Coverage. That's what, just what we do. Go Toros. <laughs> that's our new intro. <laughs> I'm scared if that's our new intro, to be honest. Guys, welcome to Full Coverage. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to your favorite pod, Full Coverage. The podcast with over 100,000 subscribers just on YouTube alone. It changes lives. <laughs> it changes <laughs> lives. We're talking about the pop culture. The podcast that changes lives. The podcast that changes lives <laughs> every single day. Every. Oh, my God. Was that like Minnesota? It might have been in Minnesota. Wait, that's... I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know I could do that. That's actually kind of low-key impressive. I can't do Minnesota. Some days I'm Kourtney Kardashian. Most days. Some days I'm Laura. And some days I'm from Minnesota. And that's okay. And that's okay. <laughs> and we all have different facets of our personality, and that's fine. And that's okay. And that's just okay. And you guys, today, you know what we're going to do? What we're going to do, maybe? We're going to do the content creator tag. This is the world-famous content creator tag. Shout out to Ali Dawson because I saw that she did a video like this and it's like literally a bunch of questions that content creators, it's a content creator confession. Who tag. started it? I have no fucking Shout idea. Shout out to Ali. We Shout saw, out to Ali. We saw you do it. It was her video that we saw, but like there have been a lot of people that d did this and we don't know the creator, the actual, we try to do research to figure it out, but yes. it's like. But it's a tag now. It's gotten to a point where it's like a tag. And a lot of and people, like people have done are doing it. it. So I'm like, okay, well I saw Ali do it. So shout out to Ali. Go check out Ali's channel and maybe she tagged the person. Correct. You know, but there's a bunch of questions that that'd be really, really fun to ask each other. But first, we're going to start with our peak and of course. peak of the week, Manny. Don't As get ahead should. of yourself, we Dylan. Should. Okay, I'll start with my peak. Okay. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, Honestly, that's a gorgeous, glorious, beautiful, wonderful, iconic question. That is. That I don't know the answer to. Let me Because I also don't even know what my peak is, to be honest. Let's pause for two seconds. We'll be right back. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh, my God. Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. Mm -hmm. That sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real dill. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing. What about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salute drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm -hmm, your cocktail. Mm -hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salute has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. 
All right, we're back and I have my peak. Me too. I always make you start because I don't know what I'm going to say, but this time I was like, I'm going to start You have this. it this time. I know it. I feel it in you. Okay, so I had like a uh, insight for my book. By the way, so many of you guys DM me and hit me up and ask me what book I'm reading because I mentioned it in Gabriel's episode but never fully explained. Mm. So Jen Cesario, she's written three books. You are a badass. You are a badass at making money. And the third one is uh, Bad Habits. You're a badass. It's like... Bad Habits. You just type in Jen Cesario, Bad Habits on Amazon. It'll pop up. It's a purple book with yellow writing. Mm. So I'm reading the third one. I've read all of them. I'm obsessed. And so, okay. So the th here's the thing where people confuse Virgos and like me. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Clean, organized people and perfectionists. Two different things. Just because I'm clean and organized and I enjoy being clean and organized doesn't mean I'm a perfectionist. So like, for instance, I was cleaning out my closet and like my hangers are different colors. I'm not a perfectionist. That doesn't bother me. What what bothers me is a disorganized closet. So mm -hmm. I had a couple of people write me or like, wow, those hangers really bother me. How can mm -hmm. you like leave them like that? And I'm like, honestly, I'm not a perfectionist. So I wouldn't even say this. I feel like that's more like OCD actually. It is, but it's like also like wanting things to be perfect to bring you uh, comfort, I would say. Okay, do you know what's so great? So like, I love that you're talking about this because last night I just saw this TikTok about people that are perfectionists mm -hmm. and what it actually means to be perfectionist. This so I want you to tell your point. Yeah. And I want to see like if that if the TikTok also like correlates it. I feel like people confuse me with a perfectionist. Totally, I mean, absolutely, often. but and you're every, organized. And everybody has like different OCD and things totally. that bother them or could potentially trigger them. But again, that doesn't mean that like it bothers me. You know right, what I mean? Totally. Like I kind of get hounded on it a bit uh -huh. and I'm like, dude. That's strange, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's cause I post a lot of cleaning and a lot of, I, sh right. I share you a share lot more of my stuff. home. Yeah. If I shared less, I would get less feedback on yeah. that but mm -hmm. I share a lot um so I share so I get back anyways so I'm like I've always I've never been a perfectionist I've always been more of the mentality of get it done to the best of your ability and then put it out there don't wait for it to be perfect no matter what you're working on no matter what career you're starting like don't wait for it to be perfect and like like that's kind of how I've always done things but I've mm -hmm. always challenged myself like you should do it perfectly like because yes. there's so many creators that are like oh I'm a perfectionist I just can't mm -hmm. so I'm reading my book the other night and I've always like kind of like gotten onto myself for not being a perfectionist because I just think that's some people's standards so then you like inflict it on yourself and you're like well that 100%. should be my standard yeah it's just not mine. And it talks about how perfectionism is a form of procrastination. Ooh, so okay. um, she talks about basically how people don't want criticism. So they perfect things to avoid the criticism. This is the exact, this is the exact TikTok I watched. Yeah. It literally was a, about perfectionists and it, it made me, it triggered me honestly because it was my entire childhood. So yeah. I'll show you. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the TikTok for you. Yeah. When when we're done with this, like I'm gonna play it on the on the pod just because I'm so like intrigued by this. Like yeah. I love like, it's that very, you brought this it, up. It was really insightful for me because mm -hmm. it was the first time, pretty much in my life, that I felt like I'm not doing something wrong mm -hmm. and that it's okay that things aren't perfect. And I've always like felt like they were okay, but then there's always that like thought that comes up and goes, no, you didn't do it good it's enough. Good this enough. isn't perfect and you know it's not perfect, so you never should have posted it. And like, honestly, it's not a good way of thinking. No, oh my God. It's, it's not like, good. It's actually like, does it the complete opposite of what you think it's doing. Yeah, it does the opposite of what you think it's doing. Mm -hmm. It's a form of procrastination that people also use as a way of not 
getting things done. It's also a, what's it called? A safety net. It's a safety net. I did net. not know. It, it's a safety net. It hides you from criticism. So mm-hmm. as I started the conversation, remember when I said when people would comment and come at me and be like, yes. oh, I hate that you did it this way or this would bother me so much, girl. I just can never leave it like that. Like mm-hmm. leave comments like that. And it's just like, why would you comment that on my thing? Because I'm getting criticism. Exactly. And I'm getting criticism because I wasn't perfect and I put myself out there in a non-perfect way, which is why people are perfectionists because they don't want that kind of feedback because mm-hmm. it sucks. It sucks to get that. Cause like, for instance, I spent probably eight hours on my closet and the top comments, like your hangers don't match. It triggers me for you. For but that's person, not even, it's, it's, that's not like, what, what does that have to do with anything? It's literally just like, it's a hanger. And I think that person might have OCD and like, that's Definitely. okay, but it's like, but they're imposing that's it on what you. you get for not being perfect. Yes. Like that's it's what you it get. You. It's imposing that on me. And yeah. it's like, that has nothing to do with me. So, my point is, try to avoid perfectionism. Yeah. Because we're human beings and we're not meant to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Our content's not meant to be perfect. Maybe, you know what? The more people should actually appreciate me showing un, you know, perfect matching things. hangers because it's real. Yes. It's, it's real. Reality. It's this not is like reality. Some crazy ass and curated, thing, curated fake. Thing thing this mm-hmm. is real so it's like if anything we should be promoting when people don't post things instead of criticizing them when they don't post perfect things i completely agree and i couldn't com- agree more okay, and i'm literally TikTok. going to pull up this tiktok because it like dead ass i commented on it yesterday because it triggered me so much that i was like kind of shook by it okay perfectionism is a defense mechanism mm-hmm. okay ready I think perfectionism is something we don't understand very well. So what we think it is, is we think it's being our best selves. The opposite of perfectionism is striving for excellence or healthy striving. Perfectionism is actually a defense mechanism that says to us, hey, if you look perfect, do perfect, and accomplish perfect, you can avoid or minimize shame and judgment and blame. So perfectionism is not about striving for excellence or being our best selves. It's how we self-protect. So have you ever gotten that feeling when you're going to start something, you're like, oh God, this has got to be perfect? So I think the question to ask is what am I afraid of? There's a great Aristotle quote. If you don't want to be criticized, do nothing, say nothing, be nothing. Most of us choose not to live that way. No one can contribute what you can contribute but you. I think Literally. Like that, like I literally was like, oh my God. And I, the reason I commented on it is because that was like my whole childhood, right? Where I was a perfectionist because I was so ashamed of who I was deep down mm-hmm. that I was so good at everything. Criticism, I didn't so want to face covered. criticism. So I covered it all with perfectionism, with straight A's and sports and being the perfect kid. Cause I was so ashamed of who I was deep mm-hmm. down that when I heard that and like the way, like the way she spoke it, I was like, oh my God, like that really resonated with me. Cause I truly felt that I'm not a perfectionist anymore. Yeah. Like I used to be, I felt like I was so like by the book, perfect at everything because I was so ashamed, but I'm not ashamed of myself anymore. So I'm not a perfectionist. Anymore. I personally have never been a perfectionist. It's mm-hmm. no one in my family, like no one around me. I just grew up in a home that just like everything was um not perfect. And it was just like, kind of like crazy. So mm-hmm. like that was never just even a thought to be perfect or to do things perfectly or to put out content that's just perfectly curated yep. like things are always a little more raw a little more real i feel i do my best that i can i think it of course, shows we always do the best we can like. but i've always my whole life have always um beaten myself up a little bit for not being a perfectionist because i see so many people around me tell me they're a perfectionist and make their stuff perfect they're just avoiding criticism mm-hmm. and it is to a it's a form of procrastination that people use to procrastinate mm-hmm. so in defense. defense so it's a couple different things. You shouldn't strive 
to be perfect. It's so crazy. Like I like just hearing that last night. It's just so insane that you brought that up. I was like, Isn't like that it crazy? really was meant to really resonate in my mind. Yeah. Because I would like what I never would have thought that that because I knew like I knew I was perfectionist growing up because I yeah. I was, but I didn't know why I was such a perfectionist. Right. And then now as I've gone you older, I've kind of deep dove into why. And like this just reminded me a bit more. I was like, oh my god, it is because I was so ashamed of who I was. Yeah. And I would cover all that up with perfection. I felt like like I was like reading it, and I just felt like a. <sighs> Oh my God, it's okay. Yeah, it's like a breath of air. I'm gonna let all those thoughts go mm -hmm. that creep in and tell me things aren't good enough yes. or that are, you know, like this content should never be posted. Like, Cause I dog myself because of perfectionism. People mm -hmm. have hounded it and upon me. Cause I get that. so much, you know, everyone gets criticism. I yeah. don't get so much, like it's not horrible for me. But when I do see criticism, all it does to me is make me go, oh, that wasn't good enough. You should have done better. Yes. But now I'm no longer gonna but look at it like that. it's not even doing better because it's literally just like, they want you to do something differently. Yeah. It's like, it's not even you should be like, oh, you should have done that different. Yeah. But it's like, that your different isn't my different. Right. It's complete. It is, I guess, technically different. Everyone's different is different. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like their idea of perfection is not what your idea of perfection is. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's just like what it is. Everyone's opinion is so different. Yeah. That you can't like expect someone to think the way you think or do things the way you do things. So that's when you, disappointment sets in, perfectionism sets, all that kind of stuff. So listen, if there's a message for my peak of the wit, I, of uh, the wit. Peak of the wit, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> there peak you go the for wit. perfectionism. <laughs> yeah. Don't strive to be perfect, strive mm -hmm. to be better. Don't wait to do something until it's perfect. Wait till it's good and you like it and you're happy with it yeah. and put it the fuck out there and don't care about people's criticism. You gotta be mm -hmm. brave. You gotta be brave and it's it's, it's, do nothing, be nothing, say nothing if you don't want criticism. Exactly. Don't strive no to be you'd perfect. Have to be nothing. Strive to be better, not perfect. That's what I love about this podcast. So I feel like this gives us like an outlet to be a little bit more like loosey goosey with our stuff too. And like and say how we really feel. Say how we really feel about shit and just like not sugarcoat it. Yeah. I love to like be able to deep dive in shit and like talk about stuff and I feel like it's like just a cool outlet for us. Like yeah. that we don't really ever get. Yeah. Or haven't gotten for a long time. Mm -hmm. That's just like kinda nice to feel like we can really just express however we want to express exactly. in, in a way that we want to. And the way I say exactly, I won't change it. And I won't, no. I won't learn how to say it right. No, I know. What was what was another thing <laughs> that for me, like they say like, oh, Laura's exactly oh, no, and my- Is it honing? Well, honing no, for sure. No, there's a word, but though, there's a specific a word, word that they want that you to say, say correctly. Literally maybe, or it's, like, it's something <sighs> like, I don't know. I don't but know what it is. But we won't change it because not, we're not perfect. Yeah, I'm like, it is what it is. I'm not gonna like, also, like, I'm literally, like, 31. Like, I don't care enough <laughs> to, like, change, like, it's over. a random word. Like, yeah. maybe I'm good. Like, I'm, you know I'm what, chilling. Mary? You're exactly right. Exactly. You're exactly right. I am exactly me. You are exactly I'm exactly you. this. And exactly I wouldn't have exact. you any other way. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say my peak is the fact that right now, technically, it's Friday, so we're going to be going to Coachella. Ooh, we're going to Coachella weekend Coachella, one. <laughs> we're actually going with YouTube. Oh, my god. YouTube gosh. is, like, bringing us out. So if you guys see shorts on my channel, mind your business. <laughs> my, <that laughs> mind your business is part of the requirements. That has nothing to do with Coachella tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of my requirements for the tickets, so you guys mind your business um, and make shorts, okay? <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually just genuinely really, really excited to go. Do Okay, I have a question. Mm. Um, do you think long form content such as YouTube videos are mm. falling off due to the attention span that people have and then the addiction to TikTok? I think that part of it is. I do too. But the thing is that's weird is that like, why is TikTok adding longer form content? I know, they're they doing the opposite. A, it's like they're doing like this like weird revolving door, like YouTube making shorts to keep up with TikTok and TikTok making it be able to be 10 minute long videos for TikTok to keep up with And then YouTube. Instagram's just a wreck. Instagram's just a disaster. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're not even in the game. Maybe they're, they're not, not even, even in the, the running. They it's left literally the chat. TikTok and YouTube, and they're just going like this. It is. <laughs> it's TikTok and YouTube right now doing playing this. around. But I'll tell you, like it seems like TV has kind of made its way out. YouTube 100%. is the long form content yes. that people watch. Yep. I know a lot of people watch TV, but I, I'm talking about a lot of youth, honestly. Like 100%. Gen Z, um, watch a lot of YouTube for their TV. So mm -hmm. I feel like that's where they get in that long form content. But I do think because the amount of short content TikTok provides is endless. Yeah. So I think it competes. It's not even that. I actually do think that can be kind of a detriment, to be honest. Absolutely. I think that as we get older, because the thing is, it's going to create like issues. We have I really do think the so. average the, like, um, the attention person span? has a six second attention span. It's six seconds right now. Ma'am. So if you want your content to go viral, don't make it longer than six seconds. Like I told you here first. That's crazy though. Like that's not normal. It's, it's not, not human. That's good. very insane. It's not good. Like I think that social media like has like caused like issues, especially yeah. like short form stuff where it's like if you're not catching someone's attention immediately, it doesn't work. And that's not real. Like that's not real life. So it's making us more impatient for one. Yeah, it's making, it's making us, impatient us more as want things. So because you get online social media with like being able to get endless content so quickly and read and get into mm -hmm. stuff so quickly, um, I had a life coach tell me that it was like a, it's like a dopamine hit. Yes, it's an addiction, it's and an addiction. like getting that gratification gratification so quickly is equivalent to like getting that dopamine hit up here, quick. really it's quick fast. hit, and that that's why we're so addicted because the gratification is instant it's not it's good. dangerous like, it's not good it's, it's really dangerous. dangerous yeah it's really i mean it just sucks like we like as creators we have to kind of keep up with the joneses and we yes. do upload on tiktok and we do these all these things that we're part of i love creating TikTok. content i love it too i love tiktok but it's because it's that dopamine rush and that dopamine hit that we get but i'm the thing addicted is, me too. I'm but the totally gag is, I was like, we're a little bit older. Yeah. And we like have learned patience and we've learned all these things along the way. And we have patience and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not the most patient person ever. No, but, I, but, like, but you we, are. We, like, come on. Like, we're adults. Like, I don't we, see you acting a fool ever. Oh, no. You I'm, not, know like, what I'm I mean. definitely not a fucking psychopath. But, like, I feel like with the youth, I feel like it's a little scarier because yeah, it's like, it's like when you're, we're, baby, our, our brain is fully formed, I'm honey. I'm so it's the, the size grateful of it, what it is. that I did not Same. grow up with this stuff. <gasps> I can't even express it enough, actually. And the craziest thing is the youth and younger people, they'll never know what it's like to live like truly without it. I mean, I'm sure a few and far between will sure. not have it in their lives, mm -hmm. but the majority will not know. Especially Maybe you iPads, dude. Babies are on iPads, so like, oh and like, listen, I'm not saying that like it's bad parenting or anything like that. Like, you do what you got to do as a parent. My baby for sure. is getting an iPad Mine immediately out of the way. But that's like literally like what it is now. As yeah. well, that's what we're trying to say is that like it's just so vastly different than what for me. Like, my parents would entertain me with like an aspirin bottle. They would shake it, and I'd be like, Yeah, right. You know, that would be like my form of entertainment. But now it's like again that quicker form content where it's like it's just different. Yeah, and so. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's just going to be a different thing. I just worry a it little is. bit more for, like, the youth because of their attention. Like, when they're in the development stages of life, yeah, the most I get important. worried. That I'm like, are you going to be more antisocial as you're older? Probably. Less patient when you're older. All this kind of things that kind of, like, adds into it. Dangerous times. That went deep. Well, we're going to take a break. Okay. Before our pits. Before the pits. Before the pit of oh, doom. Man. Oh, oh, oh. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. 
Oh my God, Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. (laughs) That sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing, what about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salud drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm-hmm. your cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salud has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. Thank you so much to Smalls for sponsoring this portion of full coverage. You guys, cat food, it's been the same forever. And it's time that we move our cat food from like just little kibble and little hard little pebbles to, you know, get into the 21st century. And that is what Smalls is. I love Smalls cat food for mm. my cats. I, You know I'm a cat mama. Yes. And we feed our cats wet food for sure. We always have. But I've always, you know, looked at the ingredients and I'm like, I don't know what's right. You guys, Smalls is the one and my cats actually like it. Smalls was started in 2017 when a couple of guys were at home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. A few short years later, they've served millions of meals to cats around the world. I am absolutely obsessed with that. I think that it's so cool that they are doing that. And I just, you know, we want to feed our little furry friends the best things that we can feed them. So give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash full and use promo code full at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use our code full for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code full for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Now it's pit time. Bum, 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 pit bum. time, pit time. You go first. No, you go first. Ah! Okay. You did peak, and I did peak, and now My you pit's pit. My pit's not bad, but let's talk about it. Might as well. Okay, so I have these absolutely beautiful creatures. They're called ducks. And they fly in my pool. I just love that it was such a like, you know, embellishment of a duck. You know, I have to embellish. You really embellished a duck, okay? I have Mm -hmm. to embellish. Mm -hmm. So I have these ducks and they come flying in my pool multiple times a day, I would say. And my my cat, like, doesn't the the duck is as big as my cat. My cat can never kill the duck if it wanted to. Yeah. But it like stalks it around the pool and luckily she kinda like runs it off. And I say luckily because at first when they started doing it, I would go put my cats inside and I wanted them to stay. You're so cute. But my pool person was like like hey you don't want these ducks i'm like oh my god why not i want all the ducks at my house and they're Mm -hmm. like they will literally turn your house into a zoo like because she um keeps like rescues ducks and stuff like rescues like raccoons ducks and like all the animals that are found she has a lot of land so like anything that's found like in a suburban area she'll take it and save it so it's really sweet but she's like you don't want ducks she has a ton of them by the way she has a pond she was like, one, they'll shit everywhere, which by the way, their poo-poos are not little bird poopies. They're fat dumps. 
Mummies and poopies? They're mummies and poopies. <laughs> mummies and poopies are mummies in my pool. And, and they're big and they poop all over the sidewalk. Dude, and I'm talking like fuck? a fat dump. Like they're not like little squirts, okay? It's like a nugget. It's like, wait, Ty, can we get the sound? It's a... <laughs> <laughs> I love the sound bites. Guys, that's my sound bite. So they get all of a sidewalk. And then basically she was like, if they lay the eggs in your backyard, which is what they're trying to find oh a space gosh. to do. She was like, it's over. It's because doomed. You're doomed. You're going to have those ducklings and you got cats. And she's like, it's a nightmare. She <gasps> oh my was, God. Yeah. She was like, I would my cat has already. Out. Let me tell you, I was peeing in my spare bathroom, powder room downstairs. A baby duck walked past me like two years ago. A yellow baby duck. You are literally lying <laughs> to me right like now. This. Across your bathroom? When I tell you, I thought I was like... Hallucinating? Hallucinations. What was in that tea? Honey! What the fuck? My cat picked it, it off. It just pitter-pattered its little... Like, My cat literally picked off the baby duck from its litter, if you will. I don't know what they are, ducklings. Yeah, du like the little the line. Peach, she picked it off and brought it inside. Luckily, she didn't hurt it at all. She like, just picked it up and put it and, in. And put it in. They do that sometimes. A lot of times, my cats don't hurt the creature. A lot uh, of times, just, they like, do. Inside. Yeah, totally. This it one, she didn't. Um, so we immediately were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So we didn't touch the duck because we realized we were hoping we could find the mom. Of course. And deliver it back to its mom, but we couldn't. The mom, there was no ducklings around. I have no idea where she got this duck, by the way. But anyways, we put it in the pool. We gave it a little ramp so it could get out of the pool. And we're like, what do we do? We found a wildlife club. We drove it an hour up into the Malibu mountains without touching oh it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was so hard because we didn't want to put our scent on it. So yes. we were like, ugh. And then we gave it to a rescue center. Yeah. It took an entire day out of our life. So imagine if we had ducklings in our backyard. There's just no way. It's not happening. The thing is, I honestly, like, you know what's crazy? It's like, I would feel like, I don't know why in my head, like, ducklings are just, like, so cute. Oh, they're so cute. I feel I would feel, like, worse about, like, a duckling getting hurt than, like, a regular bird. Yeah. You know? Just Absolutely. Just, like, a duckling. Just, like, people put baby on board on their car. Because, like, people would feel worse if something happened baby for a baby yes. versus, which like, I thing like, is, I, like, I have to let everyone know, I wasn't, I, like, wasn't planning on ramming your car of course before not. I knew you had but the baby. But it makes it, like, there's almost, like, more guilt attached it's to it like, in a weird way. It's like, don't get close, there's a baby. You know, it's kind of yes. like, because we care sense. more about young. The, the little ones, the little ones. So my pool lady is basically like, anytime you see a duck in your pool, run it out. Just like, get, get it out. It out. Shoot it away because she was like, you're going to have a mess on your hands. And she's like, I'm going to have to come rescue all this shit. all over the pool. I already have shit everywhere. They fly in there, immediately take a dump. Like, immediately. They're like, oh, <laughs> oh fuck, we just got in. <laughs> it's a long flight. God damn, where's my, where's my little thing that you put your legs they're on? Like, What's that called? Community. Where's my squatty body? They're like, there's the community toilet. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> my pool. <laughs> they're huge. <laughs> It's dropping logs. It's dro dropping They're bombs. Dropping They're dropping bombs and logs. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So that's my trauma of the week. Love it. Love your trauma of the What's week. What's um, My trauma. You know what? My trauma of the week. Not even trauma. It's just like my like pit. I know. I'm being dramatic. Like, I kind of need to stop. The fucking. So I stopped talking to the guy I was talking to. <gasps> I know. From the East Coast. We just, <gasps> we, ju we just ended things like literally yesterday. I already knew. I was just being dramatic. I know you were. You literally already <laughs> fucking knew. But I was gonna tell you guys because I had like I was like keeping the full fam informed. Mm -hmm. Um, so we had, we just stopped talking because, and it's not even the fact that like I don't like him anymore. He doesn't like me. I think it's like the distance thing. It's hard. He lives on the east coast. I live on the west coast. Like it's hard because you guys don't so, know each other. We well, we we can't know each other because we can't experience things together. We can't like that's I I think that 
experience is the cornerstone of any relationship. Mm-hmm. It's like doing things with them. I agree. And like my mind, like I feel like that's what I envision is that like I'm when I'm doing stuff with you, then we can like experience things and that's how we grow as like a relationship, a couple, a friendship, anything. Like doing things with your friends, doing things with people that you love, that's what bonds you. Yeah. It's not just texting. You can't. It's not FaceTiming. It's like you need more than you that. Can't. From at least I do. I need personally I need more You're than that. You're a millennial. I'm a millennial. You need a real right. connection. I'm Gen Z, actually. That's He's weird. out here trying it. That's and weird because I'm, I'm actually Gen Z. Pump the brakes. <laughs> I'm going to pump them. That's really weird because I'm actually 21. Are you? Mm. Oh, my um, God. But, no, so, we, so we, we, we just had the conversation yesterday and just like, you know what? I feel like if you're if he's in the city and lives yeah. here great if i lived in east coast great maybe mm-hmm. it could happen in the future we didn't completely close it off forever but we just kind of you know officially kind of like stopped talking like not dating anymore but we were like for like two and a half months well we we're like talking like for a good bit and i really 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 liked him of course well but we'll see the what the where, future holds because you know, i mean maybe he'll come to la no maybe yeah maybe like if he moves to la would you he open lives the here conver- he did leave here would you open here. the conversation back up if he moves here i think so yeah i really do i think that obviously depending on where we were like if he wasn't dating something and i wasn't dating someone then i definitely would love to reopen that conversation because we did have such fun together and we had a great time together and i'm attracted to him and all that stuff so i feel like it like really does like it would be such a great Perfect little niche. Because the thing is, I can't fly to New York all the time. I'm busy as fuck. Mm-hmm. He has a job. He's busy as fuck, too. Like, we can't, like, just constantly, like, steal these moments. Yeah. Like, we need more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, especially in the beginning especially of relationship. Especially in the beginning. More. After you guys I have, like, had a bunch of experiences. Totally. Really gotten to know each other, gotten really close. And yes. then maybe something long distance. For sure. Could definitely But we start. don't have that, like, yet. So, it's, like, so early that, on. It's too early on. So, I think we're just kind of calling on it pause. on pause for now. And so, we're just kind of... You know, doing our separate thing. Wow. So that's kind of my pit. That is a pit. That sucks, but I'm proud of you for having the relationship. Yeah, the experience. And and the experience and mm -hmm. meeting him and continuing onward. I'm glad that we both like went for it. I really am. Oh my God, I think I have a bug bite on my boob. No, you don't. It hurts. Something bit me. Right now? Yeah. Laura, is there mosquitoes in here? Manny's phobia is bug bites. I Especially mosquitoes. I'm allergic. He'll be whelping up. I don't think it's a skeeter. Then what is it, Laura? <laughs> is it a I, tick? I d- probably. Honestly. Is it a flea? It's probably a flea. Is it lice? It's a spider. Guys, I got bit on my back by a spider. <gasps> oh my god! You do you remember that? Dude, yes, it had two little fang two fucking fang things. Two and I had the biggest oh my gosh, oh my gosh, knot my gosh, ever Laura. on my back for Ty probably like a month or two. Like the biggest knot on my back from the spider a bite. Nodule. Nodule. A big nodule. Definitely should have went to a doctor. Ooh, I did chills. not go. She didn't go. She's not. I feel like you're not even the type Absolutely that's like going to go to the doctor for no. anything. No. Laura's like wanting to take Tylenol. Like she's no, like that No, I don't girl. even. I'm like, don't do anything. Is this a Virgo? The guy <gasps> I was dating is, is a Virgo. The they actually have the same birthday. That's <gasps> oh, wait, a real say gag. it. Say that's it. That's a real gag. The fact that he had the same birthday as Laura, same exact day, like is shocking to me. One. That freaked me that out. That freaked me out too. But he's like, that's like, I'm not taking Tylenol. I'm taking none of that shit. And I'm like, why? I grew up, because my mom's like a nurse. So I, I grew up yeah. with like medicine and like, it's just so of normal course, to me. like go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. Like it's all, that's very, very like normal. And like, I grew up with that and I wanted to be a surgeon. Like I'm so used to that yeah. vibe. So whenever I meet people, I'm like, I'm always like, why not? What's going on? What's going on? Like literally on? it's what's going, going on. on. It's me? shocking. I'm like, You're like, no. We'll never know what's going on. We'll never know because I'm never going to the doctor. I'm not going. But you know what's crazy though? Because a lot of people are like that. Though. I go to the guy now once a year. Okay. But I feel like that's important. And that's all you get. Is that all? Is that 
it's once a year, right, that you go? Mm-hmm. That's like the vajayjay doctor, For the pap right? smear, yeah. What's a pap smear? They check for cervical cancer. Oh, okay, got it. Do they do a scrape? Mm-hmm. Laura, of my they scrape your cervix? uterus wall. Or no. cervix. I don't even know Which what. do they scrape? Listen, I don't even know what they're scraping in there. But there's a scrape. I just know I want to get the F out of there. when they do it? It is pretty uncomfortable, but it's over quick. Oh, it makes me want to grab my balls. It has nothing to do with like. Gynos are really clever too because what they do is Ooh. they'll walk in the room. They'll like pee twitch. They'll be like, oh my God, how are you? And you're like, oh, good. Yeah. And they'll like, I think they put notes in your chart because they'll like pick up conversations oh, and ask you questions and mm-hmm. they never take a breath while they're doing it. And you don't, you're just like, you're, paying, you're not paying attention to what's like, happening. You're like, whoa, it happens like boom, so boom, fast. Boom, boom, boom. They're smart. They but that's know. good though because they, they want it to be as comfortable for you as that's possible because they know it's uncomfortable. They're good. They're good at what they do. I love that. Yeah. Should we get into the Let's questiones? Do Let's do it. Should we get to the questiones? We have to take a break. <laughs> I'm so tired of taking a break. I just want to <gasps> talk, talk, talk. Me too. <laughs> we'll be right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. We are so excited to tell you guys all about what is keeping us hydrated and healthy, and that is Taste Salud. As many of you know, Manny and I love a good glow on the skin, and skincare is great, but hydration starts from within, babes. Salud's Hydration Plus Immunity Drink Mixes get straight to the root. Get ready to sparkle from the inside out. They're the ultimate drink mix with a two-in-one benefits, one gram of sugar only, and authentic agua fresca flavors. No, because let's talk about it. Hydration and immunity for the healthy glow, low calories, and authentic agua fresca flavors are you kidding me maybe you have me at agua frescas flavors like jamaica and horchata are nostalgic as hell to me you know it just takes me right back to when you know i was at family functions and you know the the parties in the backyard and it just really just really makes me feel good drinking them to be quite honest and i can constantly drink them without worrying about too much sugar which is lovely 
I personally love their clean ingredients. They're also vegan and gluten-free. They're so yummy and easy to incorporate into your daily water. So if you're ready to hydrate your body inside and out. So if you're ready to relive nostalgic moments. Head to tastesalude.com and use code FULL10 for 10% off your first purchase. Taste the goodness, embrace the nostalgia, and cheers to health, babes. Okie dokie. Oh, yeah. I'm like literally taking a break. Lauren's like this. Like with her camera looking at the, the camera like I went taking to a break. another world. She was zo- she zoned out fully. Zoned out, guys. I'm so dead. Oh. Okay, so we have the content creator confessions tag questions. Question number one. How do you feel about the term influencer and do you feel you are one? I, I would prefer to be called content creator, but I don't really care. I've been called much worse than an influencer. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called much worse for much longer. If that's what you want to call me all day. For me, I, I honestly, I really don't care. I it. also like content creator more. I will, I'll even take YouTuber over influencer. Over influencer, Because yeah. I think influencer, the term itself, it's just kind of like... Well, I'm not know. here just to influence you. Totally. I'm like, just like that's sharing, not, you're sharing the life. Yeah, that maybe it does influence you, but like that's totally. not that's always not my motive. So that's why so I So it makes prefer. it seem like there's almost like, it's like ulterior motives when someone's it called it just an influencer. It's like, oh, it's like ulterior motive kind of thing. And that's not what it is. But just know if you call us that, we literally don't care. Well, we don't care either. No. Like I'm not like, I don't pay attention to it enough. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm used to right. it enough now that I don't really care. But Mm-mm. when you really think about it, it's like, that's not all we yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. We're just people. Anyway, um, how did you decide to become a content creator? How did you decide? Um, someone I knew was hooking up a laptop to a TV and this was almost, this was 10 years ago uh-huh. and they were showing me how you can now do that. Like you can play oh. the screen from your laptop on your TV by with an HDMI cord. How cool. Right. And so they just clicked on a YouTube video just to show me, just to be like, look, you can watch YouTube on your TV yes. cause you can yes. have the screens together. And I was like, wow. And they just so happened to like click a Candy Johnson. What's in my bag video. Oh my God. How cute. And honey. Come on, Candy. When I knew what I OG. wanted to do for the rest of my life uh-huh. after I saw that video, it was done for. Candy influenced you. It was her What's in the Bag video from like 10, 11 years ago. Dude, that's fucking I crazy. knew exactly what I wanted to do till the day I died. Oh, I love that. For mm-hmm. me, content creator wise, um, mine was like more on a whim. It was all in secret. I felt like I was living a double-edged life. Oh, yeah, that's life. right. I was living the Hannah Montana life and I was more so creating content online. I wasn't creating content to be like a content creator. I was literally just like showing what I did on Instagram. Cause I was like, oh, I'm like already wearing makeup to work. Like I'll take a photo and show what I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. And it developed into being a content creator. That's what I did full time. Uh, but I would, I didn't have the intention of starting out being like, I'm going to be a content creator. <laughs> oh, I was God. just, Jesus Christ on a cracker. I was trying to hold it in. <laughs> <laughs> Let it out. Let it out. Sorry. So yeah, so for me, it, w- it actually wasn't a plan. It literally was just kind of, it kind of happened. It just happened, honey. Mm-hmm, it just happened. Okay, what's your experience with knowing other creators in life? Good or bad? Both. Both. I have met I some of the both. craziest people <laughs> of my existence, and I've met some of the most inspiri- inspiring people that have changed my life. Everybody's changed my Thank life. Thank you. In one way or another. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so <laughs> sick of you. He's the crazy Thank one I was talking you. about. I'm actually the psychopath he's talking psychopath about. I'm forcing about. her to say all these things. <laughs> um, I would say 100% both. I've met 
horrible people mm-hmm. and I've met amazing, incredible, iconic people. So yeah. I think for me, it's like, I've had both experiences. I will say I lean so much more on the positive, on the good sure. and then the bad, but I've definitely had both experiences for sure. Agreed. Do you accept sponsorships and how do you feel about them? Uh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Fuck yeah. We're gonna take a break right now as we're not sponsored. <laughs> We're like, no, we no, prefer not we would to. Never. No, absolutely. It's part of how we make money for a living. Mm-hmm. And it is something you earn after doing this. For so for, long. I feel like it's an amazing privilege we get to work with I think it's a huge friends. privilege. Yeah, it's huge. And I think that as long as you're disclosing and as long as you're doing it for, you know, the right reasons and you've used the products you like and all that stuff, I think that there's no nothing wrong with it at Number all. Number one, disclose, you know? Oh, like, like say say it's sponsored if it's sponsored because mm-hmm. I just always think then it's it's fair to your audience because they, so they then know. know why you're saying the talking points and you know like like why you're doing that part of the video. Absolutely, I think that's super super important. I think as long as you're disclosing and I think you're being as long fair as you're with your audience properly, mm-hmm. um, I think that's that's like the most important thing. And I think that if if you are offered a sponsorship and you like the products, like the brand. Fucking do it! Fuck yeah, it's amazing Absolutely. opportunity. Absolutely, you should do that. You should take you take should take advantage of that an opportunity like that. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're as long as you're disclosing properly, fuck yeah, do it. Um, have you had an experience with a brand that left a bad taste in your mouth? Yeah, a million. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. One, I would say a gazillion. I've had some trying times occasionally, <laughs> and sometimes it'll be like the best brand ever, but they're mm. so, 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 so difficult to work with. And I can mm-hmm. promise you this, I am not difficult to work with. You're not. I am not, not. a diva no. in this world. I'm the same, I'm like, I'm no. the exact same. Like, I'm not like, I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, just send me the talking points ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you're wanting, what you're asking of me so I can do that. Cause the thing is for me, a lot of the times brands will ask for a round of edits. They'll ask, they're, they're allowed that, absolutely, you know of what course. I mean? But like, I, we as creators wanna know all that information ahead of time. Yeah. So I'm like, if I can make the content to the best of my ability and not have to go in and edit and reshoot, do anything, that's what I insist on. I also think there's multiple times. I mean, listen, you always get a brief and stuff and like what you're, what they need from you, what they're, what the campaign's about, yep. you know? So you kind of know what you're getting yourself into before you get into it, right? So it's fair mm-hmm. game. Absolutely. Um. But I feel like sometimes brands, um, they do these campaigns and they have no idea what they're doing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I could make this so great, yep. but the but way you, so you're not the content creator and you're not making the content and like you, you don't have the audience I do and I know like- What's gonna work? What, would come from me naturally. Yes, and yes, it's like yes. brands are like, have so much red tape and they want it to be sometimes so commercially. And mm-hmm. it's like, um, I respect that, I do, because I know they have red tape and I understand, but it's like, I also, as the actual creator, know how we can make this thing amazing. The worst parts are when they're like, read this verbatim. Oh. And I'm like, yeah. You're that's like, this. like always just <laughs> the worst. For me, like, I don't, when it comes to like working with brands in that capacity, I think for me is like, I don't like to not be me, right? You I don't like say to. It in your own voice. I want to say in the way I'm always. I want to be able to curse if I want to curse. I understand where they're coming from. They want it to be more PC. I totally get that. It's branded I get it. work. I think just for me, I feel like it comes across more genuine mm-hmm. if I'm able to talk about it the way I want to and not talk about like this has AHAs and this is why it's so good for you. You know, like I feel like, like yeah. I'm like yo, this made my skin fucking bomb because yeah. it had these AHA in it and it made me smooth as fuck. Yeah. I like saying that instead of saying like why AHAs work. Yeah. Like that to me, because right. that makes more sense. Right. So I think things like that make it difficult as a creator because you want it to be a certain way, but they want it a certain way as well. So it's about, it's a, it's a give and take. It's a give and take. It's absolutely a give and take. Okay. How do you deal with negative comments? 
I think negative comments are a waste of time and no one should deal with them at all. I agree. I literally have so many turned off words, so I don't have to deal with them. Also, um, Mr. Beast is the largest YouTuber and most viewed YouTuber and most subscribed YouTuber. So mm -hmm. largest YouTuber, I just quoted him. So he said that he's right. Yes, it's the truth. That's what he had to say. So what he said, I said, like, I, I, I am going to go to the top of the food chain here mm -hmm. and I'm going to repeat after him. And that's what I agree with completely. I can, I couldn't agree. I could not agree more. You don't have to deal with them. Don't. They're waste of, of your sight, time. Out of mind. Waste of your time. Okay, let's see. What's your biggest pet peeve when it comes to comments? Same thing kind of applies. I guess critiquing, I would uh, say. Yes, because we were just kind of talking about this We were point. talking. Like of how it's like, like, one, like different somebody, ways of life are a thing. <laughs> yeah. People have different lives. Like, like I work so hard sometimes and I get it. Like people don't see that side of it. They yeah. don't really like necessarily think of it that way. Mm -hmm. But it sucks like, oh, that's all you thought is yeah. like. It doesn't, it's not good. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's all you have to say. Nothing yeah. else. Like, like nothing it didn't else. resonate. It, there, nothing else resonated. It like yeah. looks great or. Bro, it's actually, that's the worst. It was like when they take the one thing in the, in the video, that's like the one, the one the little thing in the 30 like, minute dang. video in the 30 minute like, video. God damn, Manny, that one hair on your shoulder was so distracting. That one. And, that and I one couldn't minute. even watch like, the video. I had uh, to click off. I'm like, you guys, please. please. Like that, those are definitely peppies of mine as well. Like that's But then you get these 99% of fucking amazing Angels. people. Angels. They keep me going. Mm -hmm. They keep me going. Keep me go Same here. Honestly, that really, it truly like. It's the You Angels. guys don't even realize like even like on the pod comments, like I like to read them. Like I like to go in there and I love reading them. I love seeing the positive comments. And I love seeing you guys saying that this is your, the reason I even say your favorite podcast is because you guys say it's your favorite podcast. And I love that. And it makes me like genuinely happy as a person. And I love seeing those comments. And you guys don't even realize like how much like a comment can really like make us happy. The full fam brings me a many joy. It really does. That's why we fucking do this. Yeah. And like you we guys love are awesome. doing it because you guys make us so happy. And like I genuinely love Like so happy it. that like I want to show you our shelves and yes, like yes. everything because you're you such you a part more. of this. You cursing on this channel. It's shocking. That's shocking for people. And I love it's that because it's like fam. because for the full fam, it's like you we we're letting you in more mm -hmm. on the pod channel mm -hmm. than we do on our other channels because we feel like a closer connection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. they're just like a little bit more like, they're just a little more oomph. It's almost as if it's like, like our Patreon. Yeah. Or it's our like little like sub thing, but it's free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I really, really like it. Um, Let's see. What is your, okay. What is your favorite part about being a content creator? Um, Well, I kind of have two parts. Mm -hmm. I enjoy uh, being able to be creative without like a boss above me telling mm -hmm. me this is what you're making this week. Like that 100%. creative freedom and that yes. I get to continuously create and the connection with my subscribers. For me, I would definitely say I agree with you both wholeheartedly on both those. For me, I would say it's definitely like the freedom of it, being able to also take care of my family <sighs> and being able to help them like. When you are your own boss, the freedom that comes with it is so liberating. It's also very stressful. It's a different kind of stress. <laughs> yeah. It's much different kind of stress than it is like a nine to five because you know where the check's coming from constantly. It's like, yeah. you know what's going on. Whereas when you're on your boss, it's like, you're like, okay, we got to fucking hustle. We got to hustle make it. fucking we shit work. We got to make it happen. Out. We have to figure it out. But there's a lot more good than bad. Oh, when yeah. When it being conjugated. Absolutely. Definitely. What is your least favorite part about being conjugated? Great question. Um... I would say that being a content creator, you have to, in order to really do it well, I think you have to share so much of your life all mm -hmm. the time consistently. Mm -hmm. Whereas celebrities 
act in their movies. They're not even showing who they are as a person mm-hmm. in their movies. They're acting in a movie, and then they do it a couple of interviews. They don't share. They're, they can be so private and, and so famous. Yep. So famous and so private. Mm-hmm. Same with singers, like same thing. Uh, you know, and for us, for content creators, we sh- we give it all. We give it all, and we take every bit of that criticism back and the Mm -hmm. hate back and the opinions back. Whereas in a great example of that is Will Smith and Jada. That's an example of putting it out there. Like we have to, they put Mm -hmm. it out there and that's an example of what it's like. It's horrible. Like like look how they got treated Mm -hmm. after opening up about their relationship when they didn't have to. Exactly. I would say that's why a lot of celebrities don't do it. Because they're even on a They don't do it. Because they don't have creators. to. They don't have to. Mm-hmm. We have to. What, we what's that for you? Oh, for me, I would actually say, I think the hard part of being creative for me is the idea of never turning off. Oh, yeah. And that part kind of overwhelms me a little bit. It's because, yeah. like, when I would work, when I worked my normal jobs, I always, like, knew that there was a time I would clock in and a time I would clock out. And I wouldn't think about work. Not even a second I wouldn't second even think about it at it, all. Honey. Listen, not, don't get me wrong. I would not trade what I do now to go back to that. I want to mm. keep that very clear. I think that what I do now is easier mm-hmm. than working those jobs because mm-hmm. that was just a different kind of work mm-hmm. like manually like physically it was a different kind of work mm-hmm. but the idea that i am like always going mm-hmm. and that's like a 24 7 where i'm like i wake up i think about it i there's it's no not way like, i don't even no know how to time. turn it off no me neither i don't either because the thing is if i'm not thinking about let's say content creating or like being man in any way i'm thinking about being the ceo of lunar beauty the brands the brands like the i think about that i think about all that stuff and that, emails, i think about my family like the they managers, work for lunar beauty the publicists the agents, mm-hmm. the events, it's never the off. other influence. I mean, it is. It's never off. When I go out to like, when I go out to the club and I go out to the dinner and I that, I'm always on. I'm always prepared because the thing is, I know and I can tell people like are video recording me. I don't want to ever be caught off guard in like a weird way. Like I don't want like, let's say if I, I, I want to have an in, like a, be an inhibitionist for like one moment and go on the dance floor and just like make out with a stranger. I don't really want like that to be seen for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and, I, and I've seen people recording me in the club. I've seen people recording me and that part of it makes it slightly harder. Mm-hmm. And that's part like where I'm like, okay, I'm, it's like, I'm always constantly aware of what's going on. So I'm never technically off. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Unless I'm literally in my room, phone off watching TV. I try to like, um, think of the days, like whenever I would like clock out of work and go out and get drunk with my girlfriends mm-hmm. or do whatever, go live my life. Like I wouldn't even think of work for a second, but then oh, I yeah. try to be like, Hey, remember grass is always greener. Totally. You I know think what I mean? Time, yeah. Like, like don't get too caught up in those thoughts. Like it was such a bliss time for what it was, but like, um, be so grateful. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean I'm not grateful. I don't no, think no, no, we're no, no. I don't are, yeah. think you're not grateful. No, totally. I think none of us, we're, neither of us are ungrateful, but it is kind of really fascinating to see, like, when you live this life and the way you do it, like, let's say, like, the amount of stress I had as a waiter is vastly lower. Exactly. It, but mind you, I was younger and mm-hmm. I lived with my parents. I had less responsibility. I didn't. I lived on my own And you, no, I know, you, I know you did, but even, yeah. and even still then, mm-hmm. it was less stress. Way less. It was less, I paid all my bills, car insurance. I mean, Mm -hmm. like literally every, I did, I have been zero independent and completely dependent from my parents Mm -hmm. since I was independent. I'm sorry. Independent from my parents since I was very young. And, um, this is. 20 million times more stressful. It's, it's just than anything I've ever done again. But this is also like us. Like we're not like we've, live different life if you've had difficult times like i've seen comments that were like oh well like you guys don't know because like we you know well i'm living paycheck to paycheck and, da, da, da. and i'm like no i get that like i understand mm-hmm. like if that's your struggle i totally get it mm-hmm. but you have to understand too that we haven't lived that 
Mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. i have not so i could only speak on my own personal experiences because i do when i see i see people comment like oh manny like i can't relate to that and i'm like well i can only live like the life yeah. i live right like like what do you like i i can't be like oh yeah i i can't I'm not, i would never lie and be like yeah i live paycheck to paycheck too i didn't live paycheck to paycheck yeah. i lived with my parents till i was 25 mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. to save up money to be able to go but it's like you shouldn't but I shouldn't feel guilty I was about that. Say, you shouldn't feel bad I I, about and I don't. saying I just want to what you do. That. Yeah, I know, right? You know? But it feels like people don't want you, some people don't want you to be stressed or say, yeah. complain. or Yeah, they want me to complain about my life right now. Or they want you to say your life is perfect. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. And I've, and and I've had hard times. It's not like I haven't. Of course. But I'm not, it, that doesn't negate the fact that I, there is not stressful time. Like I do stress sometimes. Yes, And I course. go through the gigs nowadays more than I did back then. Yes. Because yes. I have much more stress. I have much more like worries yeah. in my mind. Mentally, I'm more stressed. Physically, I was more stressed back then. Yeah. Mentally, I'm more stressed now. Yeah. And it's just a different kind of stress. I feel that. And that's just what it fucking is. And both stresses are, stresses are real. And they're fucking real. Next question. Do you edit your own content? And if so, do you enjoy it? Yes and no. Yes and no what? I edit some. I don't edit some. Okay, got it. Yeah, you know it's true. Yeah, you like really, really I, right. I, and like, do you enjoy even, it when you do? Um, if I have an idea that I'm trying to execute, mm-hmm. like a specific one, I won't give it to my editor because I'm like, you know, what you I want. know what I want, yep. and like I just need. I it's like a passion thing. I like I gotta yep. like you feel it. Do, I gotta. I'm filming certain things a certain way because I need it to turn out a certain way. Mm-hmm. Control thing too. Totally. But my editor for YouTube gets a lot of my content. Absolutely. What about you? I don't edit any more of my YouTube content. I always edit like my real stuff or like my Instagram. So I always edit those things. Yeah. But I don't for YouTube anymore because I had gone to the point where I was getting too overwhelmed and yeah, too stressed, totally. and I was like a lot of the battle with uploading a video was the editing process because I could film for an, two, an hour to two hours but then the edit process would take me like six. And you can't get videos up. And I can't get videos up as fast so I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm be so drained from it and even then, even even now I can upload like one to two a week and I'm like, that's my like fucking max right now where I'm, oh, like, yeah. I'm like overwhelmed at that. So I can't imagine to the point where I, I was editing all myself. Oh, there would never be videos going up. Because there would never be videos going up because I couldn't, I really couldn't do it. I would not have enough time in the days to be able to put that up. Um, but I'm great. I'm so grateful for all the editors out there. And like, if you guys are editors out there, you're fucking amazing and you're fucking awesome. Also, if you like editing, that is a career path. And Absolutely. It's, especially in 2022, it's a very real career path. It can be so elusive too. Something to lucrative, think about. I mean. if, <laughs> not elusive. It can be <laughs> elusive, lucrative. It can be elusive it can too, be elusive. depending on who you're editing for. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> okay, next question. So we have, we're on ele- question 11 and there's 17 total. So we have just about six or seven more left. All righty. Where do you draw the line in regard to sharing on social media? We were just talking about this. I know. How funny. How crazy. I did not realize that was one of the next questions because I um, had screenshotted it. I have a lot of friend stuff that are, I have a lot of friends mm-hmm. that are not influencers that you guys don't know about that I talk to regularly. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of family stuff that I don't talk about that's shocking you guys don't know because I know I've shared oh. so much about my family. That's why I say shocking because like I've, I've put a lot out there, but you guys will be shocked at how much I don't put out there and won't put out there and mm-hmm. like how many people are so heavy in my life that you guys haven't even heard of. And I do that on purpose because I need, I need that for you me. Need you, you I need, need you. that for me. You need and you so um, that's me self-loving myself and those relationships and just like that part of me that I need to not be on social media. I would agree exactly in that end. And that's mm-hmm. how it is for me. Same with my family stuff. A lot, the thing is for my family, a lot of them don't want to be in my socials. Like it's my parents, fair. my brothers, they don't really want to be on it. They don't want to really be shown on it. They don't really want it. They don't feel comfortable on it as much. I've been doing this for years. I'm comfortable about it. I, I know this is what I do for a living, but they don't. So I 
keep a lot of that stuff private. Same with a lot of my relationship stuff. Yeah. Keep a lot of that private. Because the thing is, for a long time on YouTube and on social media and all that stuff, you I felt like you'd have to, like, show your friendships off. Yeah. To be like, oh, look, I am friends with them. Look, I swear, look, I'm, we're hanging out. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about that anymore. Like, I literally do not care. I'm like, I can have my relationships in the real life. And I can have my online relationships, too. And it doesn't need to be intermingling all the time or off offline online things like that i just want to make sure that the relationship that i'm with knows i care for them as a human being Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter to me if it's online or if it's offline yeah you know what i mean like as long as it's you know a real friendship like that's what i really care about so i think for me it's about like showing that like if i feel the moment to snap a photo of us sure if i don't then i don't i would say the only downside i see from not sharing more i know people they can't help but to assume because all they have is what yeah. I've shown them. Like, totally. how can they assume anything else? Like, mm-hmm. that's not fair. So, like, the only thing is, like, people, I think, assume, like, I only talk to people that are on social media. You know totally. what I mean? When I totally. have so much more of a life, I just don't share it because, like, I cherish it as, like, my piece of me, my piece of privacy, I guess. Absolutely. I think everyone needs, like, their own boundaries. Yeah. At the end of the day, everyone has, like, their own personal everyone. boundaries that they have. And a lot of people will you know share things a lot of people won't and like you have to respect people's boundaries in that way totally um next question name one thing you wish you knew before you started out (gasps) oh my would well i'll let you start because i'm taking over and i'm no 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 i'm literally answering the exact same things um name one thing you wish you knew starting out i think for me i wish i would have known that it would have taken the amount of work it took Mm -hmm. um i I, I wish i could have been more prepared Mm -hmm. because the thing is for me i didn't set out on social media to be a creator yeah. You know what I mean? For me, I started, it kind of just happened. Uh-huh. And I wasn't like prepared for it because, you know, I wanted to be a surgeon. I wanted to do all these different things with my life. And it kind of got thrust upon me and I ran with it and I didn't like, you know, let the opportunity slide. Yeah. But it wasn't like my plan. It wasn't like my goal. I wasn't like planning on doing it. And I wish I would have been more prepared. Yeah. For what it could have been. Because the thing is, I was, you know, I was very sensitive. Like, I grew up extremely sensitive because of like obviously growing up in the closet, all that kind of stuff. I would like hide a lot of my emotions, mm-hmm. but I was very sensitive inside. And I think that being on social media, like in the beginning, it was really hard for me because I was like, oh my God, these people fucking hate me. Or like, you know, in the beginning, especially like when I started eight, nine years ago, the amount of hate comes I would get for being gay was oh, so man, you guys, vastly intense. I remember, Do you remember those comments? like you and Patrick yes, and a couple all others. All the boys, like, like the boys that were doing it. It just wasn't really seen from mainstream it beauty like brands. And it was it was vicious. Vicious. It was vicious. It was vicious from the people, from the comments, from the brands. Even I would have been, like not vicious comments, but like it. The opportunities weren't there, right? No, so they weren't. It was just like such a different time, and I wish I would have known that things would have gotten easier and things would have gotten better, and I would have just been more prepared. Yeah. But I mean, I guess at the end of the day, like I don't regret any of it because it's made me who I am today, and I'm so grateful for the doors I've opened for myself and is for so many others, mm-hmm. but I wish I could have been just a little bit more prepared Yeah, for what it actually took because yeah. I wasn't really prepared for it. My God. I, um, what was the question? I know. <laughs> I know. No, I feel you. What is something? The question is, name one thing you wish you knew before you started out. Um, or when you were starting out, like before you started I think out, I wish I just out. like would have believed in myself way more. Yeah. I think I like, cause we kind of pioneered this thing out here mm-hmm. in LA. Like mm-hmm. we didn't, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I was always hesitant, not hundred percent confident in myself. And I just wish like, like I just could have came in really quick, gave myself a quick hug and be like, Hey, keep doing what you're doing. It's gonna be fine. Focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. You got it. You Absolutely. got it. Like I wish, but you know what? 
Hindsight's 2020. That's exactly how I feel. Hindsight's 2020. And I wouldn't be the person I am today if I didn't get to experience every experience I have experienced. Same. Okay, <laughs> fucking Kylie and Kendall. Three experiences <laughs> in one Experiencing. Sentence. This is the year of experiencing this things while we're experiencing, experiencing things. things. Uh-huh. Is there any change you'd like to make to your content in the future? Um, I, I, I would like, I don't know specifically, but I would like to keep going in the lifestyle route that I'm going. And mm -hmm. I would also like to, so for a while I feel like, um, humor was frowned upon and it kind of was. I feel like in the beauty world it was In more the beauty so. world I've always felt like this, like I ain't trying to call myself an outcast for real. Okay, I was just going to say not an outcast, but an But what an would you call it? No, right? I was going to say not an outcast, but an outcast. But an outcast. But like it's more so black sheep, I would say. Yeah. Even like just a slightly different. Because my content isn't baddie Instagrammer. Yeah, it's just different vibes. I loved humor and I still do, but now we have TikTok and suddenly. Everyone's funny. Everyone's funny Everyone's, and I'm like. No, everyone swears they're funny. So no, okay, I'm just being shady. I'm just being shady now. No, but it's just funny because I do see that. I, I feel like I'm seeing more of yeah. like people, like especially like I've beauty never creators been coming out of their shell more. I've never been scared to show my full personality Same. and be the goofball that, that yeah. I am. But I have felt a hair bit outcasty because of it. Judged. Judged because of it in uh -huh. this industry. I really have. 100%. Because of my goofy ass self. Mm -hmm. And now I've never let that stop me through of and through course. my content's goofy, but the way I've always felt is a little bit off. Now, that we have TikTok, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm about to be my dumbest self that I can be. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like even more authentically yourself. Just like yeah. show whatever the fuck you want like, to show, not being worried about anything. I'm a dork. Absolutely. I am the dorkiest, crazy nutcase ever. And I hate pretending to be a badass, which I am a badass. But I just want to be but me. Like, you don't, but you don't have to like want to always be the IG baddie model. Like I that's don't not what you want that. are. Like yeah. you're not. You're not just that. You're not just a hottie. Yeah. You're so much more than that. And that's kind of like what we're saying. Like, but in the beauty community for a long time, it was more so like you showed the beauty and you didn't show like what was behind the scenes. Nope. You didn't show like the the inside. But whereas I, us as creators, we showed did. the inside more. We did. So I've always felt. Just a hair bit outcasty, or just like judged. Just I felt judged. judged. I mean, at, even at events, like especially in the beginning, guys, I Same. really was like, I feel like that's also why I like latched onto Laura, latched onto Patrick, latched onto like Nikita, Gabriel, all these they people were all that personality were all driven, personality driven, less like beauty orientated. Not yeah. that they weren't beauty orientated, but they were like More so personality. forward personality wise. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I stuck a lot with that because I felt like I saw something of myself in them. In a Even way. Jackie Arna is another good example. Oh, absolutely. Huge personality Humor, driven. funny as fuck. Funny as fuck. It's like, it was very, but I think, again, because we, when I started out, I was like, right out the gate, I was cursing. Like, I yeah. was like, I'm gonna be me. I don't give a fuck what you guys say. I'm the gay bitch next door. Like, what's up? I was really goofy. And you were still goofy. Am. And, me, and still you still am. are. You still are. But like, it's just funny because that's not what it was in the beginning. And then that was just, yeah. And now we everyone's like, I'm goofy. I'm I quirky. I do feel like it pushed us together. It, I 100% think it that it was. It was the personality driven Do you remember when like content. people thought we were like the like shady mean group? Not even like a, the mean group, but we were like the prissy ones. <laughs> when literally we were just the outcast trying to come together. Literally. You know, like that's the gag. People like really thought that we were the mean girls group. Yeah. And we dead ass were just like, we felt outcasted from everyone so for so we long. we came together that we came together just to like have Nikita a safe dragon me, you and gabriel, gabriel mm -hmm. zamora mm -hmm. yes we literally were just like <gasps> like together. glue just because we had felt like in our way we we're ostracized from other people in the community right for so long we weren't sickening enough 
Exact, exact. I just felt I'm like, oh my that's God, just I'm what just it like, was. It's just, it's, I felt so different. That's I just felt what so it was. Everyone else. Yes. And that's just what it was. And that's, I mean, I'm speaking for me and Laura, obviously, like they can speak for themselves, but uh-huh. that's like how we had felt at the time was very like, yo, I, I feel like I just needed to be like we didn't fit in, in our own little bubble. And how I was we freaked were out safe. by it. And we, we were, were safe, safe because we knew each other. We understood each other's vibes. We understood each other's humor, all that stuff. And we that's like what really I wanted. We made really funny content together made too. fucking hilarious content together. And I loved it. Yeah, I loved too. that kind of content. Me too. But yeah, that's why I would definitely, I don't even know what that was when the question. Oh, that's the changing what you like to make in your content. <laughs> I don't know how we got to there. We trailed. But for me, what I would say happened? I would also like to go into the more lifestyle. We just I blacked out. Laura, we blacked out. We blacked out. Um, for me, I, I would also like just kind of go in that same vibe. Like I like to do like, you know, like lifestyle stuff out. Like we're going shopping together or even like so halls, vol- like things like that. I think it's really cute. And I do like to kind of teeter on that. But I also still enjoy loving to do like testing new makeup out. And I still like doing that. But I also want to do, a, I want to do more of a mix as well. Cause I really, really enjoy it. Um, okay. What company collab is your dream? Uh, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, hundred oh, percent. Someone ta- tell them. Someone I feel tell like them. it's time. I think that you need to have Some, a lower elite I did, um, taste. Dr. Pe- ta- Dr. Pepper took me on a trip oh, with some dude. other people to like yes. fly in a zero gravity plane where literally they shot a plane straight up in the sky and let it drop out of the sky. I so therefore we float. Zero gravity. I can't remember how many times we did it. I want to say like 20 times. That's freaky as fuck. Low key. I didn't care. I'm the type, I'm a, I'm a bit of a daredevil. Like uh-huh. I, I'm literally like, I don't do care. I'll do it. Like I just You'll do don't it. care. Sure. She'll like go in the ocean. Literally don't care. And that like to me that's shocking. But like, that's care. like so normal. It's like no. everyone else like watching. I'm like, also from yeah. the South though. And Southern girls, I'm looking at you. Like you just kind of raised to be oh like. Do you see that girl that like will stick her fucking hand in the mud the, and there's a the fucking snake. fish? Oh no. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish that's like, that's like a type arm. of fishing. That's like a mud fishing. Have you seen the girl on TikTok who literally lifts up rocks and picks up snakes by her hands? Nope. Uh-uh. That's, that's not that's the kind of content that's being shown to me. That's where I'm drawing the line. For me, my like, dream collab would be something like really sickening, like a crazy brand, like Cartier, Balmain. Oh. Like something like in that line where it's like a, a not makeup, because I have my own makeup line. Like I don't really want to do makeup collabs anymore. So for me, it would be like a, some like high-end clothing, high-end fragrance, high-end uh, jewelry. Would be something like some kind of, big, something baby. big and dope and cool. Sick. Or like Lady Gaga. <laughs> that Honestly, too, dream collab. Because it's like, look, that's a dream collab. That's a dream collab. Uh, like Seth Gaga. Rogen. If we're missing <gasps> Seth, if Seth Rogen yes. doesn't, let me tell you, I'm, maybe, I've been manifesting. manifesting for, it there's gonna be, it may be something small, maybe something big. I don't know, but me and Seth are going to collide in a way. A it may be when I'm 50. It may be when I'm 60. It may be next year. Maybe next week. It's gonna happen. I agree. It's gonna happen. And I don't know what it is, but it's gonna. You're gonna happen. collide. Me and it Ms. Is what it is. Seth Rogen follows me on Instagram. Just gonna throw it out that there. That in itself is like really kind. My manager texts me like last year. She goes, by the way, d- did you know Seth was following you? like, I sure did. I was like, I, I did. I knew wholeheartedly. Immediately I knew. You're like, uh-huh. I woke up in the middle of the night like this. <gasps> you got, you I shook felt it to your core. Like, yep. The wind is stronger right now. <laughs> it's three in the morning. And I was like it's this. the witching hour. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> me DMing him. <laughs> Hey, sweetie, I saw you follow me. <laughs> I love it. By okay, the way, guys. this is not a hot obsession I have. Oh, no, it's like, it's like I just wait, like his work. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're trying to say it's not like you're sexual, married. I guess. No, no, no. No. Because he's like, honestly, a comedic genius. Yeah, he's a comedic genius. And he's I like, just like his really comedy. Cool. He's really funny. I wish I'd like pan to Tyler at that moment and be like. <laughs> <laughs> Three more questions. Alrighty. Okay. What other creators 
do you admire slash want to work with? Hmm. Um. That's a gorgeous question. Let me think about that. I'm sure there's, oh, you want to know who my, what, let me tell you all this then. How about my favorite, one of my favorite female TikTokers? Erica like Priscilla. That. Oh my God, yes. Erica Priscilla. I love you, and I watch every one of your TikToks. I just, I just come down to TikTok. We follow right each now. other, but I'm wait. Listen, I am manifesting for you. You're gonna be in on SNL. Yes. SNL is miss every episode they post without you as a part of their cast is a huge it's loss. A miss. It's a miss. It's a loss. You deserve your moment. Like I don't even know if she wants to be on SNL. <gasps> come in. Come on. Come, come on. Here. Come on. Join <laughs> in. Join, I, join in. in. Join, join in. I. She is the I love funniest her. girl in the world and she's good at what she does. And she follows you too? Yeah. Fuck yeah, she follows me too. Cool. I'm like, does she want to come on the pod? Honestly, Erica, just call me. Do you want to come on to the DM pod? DM me, hit me up, come on the pod. Join in. Join <laughs> in. <laughs> I would literally die. I would die. I love um, her. For me, do you know I want to glam just for fun because she's my friend, Brittany Broski? <gasps> Cause I feel like I'm like, girl, oh. let me glam you. Talk about a funny one. It'd be really funny. It'd be Talk really fun. I just honestly, girl. I love Brittany. Like I literally just genuinely love her. And we like chat here and there. I've never got to meet her before, but. You literally live for oh, her. Oh, I know I would. You would I love follow her. You guys her are like too. a build from the same cloth. If you we will. are. I, I feel like we are. I really like knowing you both. And I do. Mm -hmm. I feel that wholeheartedly. One million percent. And she's a glam girl. She is she'll a glam girl. She'll put a lash girl. on. Like she's full. Like she will. She'll, she'll do get, a wing. She'll, she'll do a lash. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like this question. The last two are kind of funny. We have, what kind of content do you hate? Um, I do have content I hate. Let me think about it. Let, let me think, think about it. Think, I do have think. content I hate. I know I do too. Um, okay, do you want to know something that gets on my nerves within content? Mm. Can't say I'm not guilty of it myself. I am. We all do. When Should someone posts a video on a topic and they won't get to the effing topic that the video is about. I don't care about everything else in the world. Mm -hmm. Just get to the point. Why is that us in our podcast? Like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, that's they're what we like, experience like, yeah, every that's week. That's literally us. We want you to get to it. Like, it'll be like, oh, shopping haul from this place. Four minutes in. Got it. I see what you're we're saying. We're getting close into the shop. It's like. You're like, go, 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 go. But again, could that be the short attention span from TikTok's doing? Definitely could it, be. I think it could be. Because I feel like it's like, again, it's like that lack of like patience almost where it's like. I like when I click uh, a video and what they say the video is about. It's starting. It's starting. That's what I like. What do you what do you hate? Um so many things. Um <laughs> I know. Like, You're like, God I'm damn. like, no, I know things get on my nerves when I watch YouTube videos. So I was I'm like trying, trying to think, think of, of what one. it is that gets on my nerves. I know that's nerves. one that irks me. Fuck me. What I what do I actually hate when I see content wise? Oh, do you know what kind of gets on my nerves? I'm not saying Tell I me. fucking hate it. Like, I don't care enough right. to hate it. Right. When I know someone in real life <gasps> and they're vastly different from their online persona is lightly annoying to me. Yeah. I can't help it. <laughs> like, if I know you in real life and you're like this down ass bitch who's like saying this, that, and the other, and then online you're like, hey, y'all, welcome back to my, like, super, super PC, like, extra PC beyond. That ain't you. I'm like, I just don't like it. Yeah. To me, it, it feels disingenuous. It seems disingenuous. It seems kind of phony. Especially because I know them in real life. I'm just kind of like. Girl, that's not how you talk. That's not how you talk. The thing is also, it would, be, it would be different. Like, I understand being PC, but being yourself. Like, I get that. Totally. Like, I will, like, for example, sometimes in sponsorships, they're like, you can't cuss in the video. I'm like, okay. About being myself. Yeah. I'm being PC, but I'm still being me. Right. But when I see someone that's completely, vastly different online than how they are in real life, it's kind of jarring. Yeah, it's jarring. I'm, it's a little like, <gasps> wait. How are you doing this? 
Like, are you acting the entire time? Like, I don't get it. Right. So I think that would be something for me. Like, that's a pet peeve of mine because I think it's kind of strange. I get that. I feel that. You it know what I mean? Like, it's a little. It, it, it kind of gives off a little disingenuous vibes, and mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like, mm, 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 what's, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And last but not least, you guys, we have: Have you ever had to deal with cancel culture? And if so, how? Literally never. Never. We've been so blessed that. Not in one scandal. Not a one. I honestly, I'm trying to count and I couldn't even do it on one finger with how many scandals we've been in. Honestly, not on one finger. Not on one finger. Mm -mm. Not on one daggum finger. Well, guys, that's it for this episode. Our palette is Thank clear. You. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are just, just so blessed. Thriving, living, that we've laughing, never and dealt with toxicity of no, cancel never. culture. Cancel culture. Never heard of her. Never heard of that. Cancel culture, hardly know her. Just like don't know what that experience is for people. Mm -mm. It must be it really seems hard. Rough. Yeah. No, it seems like it's really hard. It seems like it sucks. Seems like it sucks. Like, you don't want to be in that position. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the answer is yes, and it's shitty. It's, yes, and it's up. The end, and it literally is the I don't know what end. else to tell you. There's nothing else to tell you. Ain't nothing However else to tell you. However bad you it. assume it is, it's worse. Yeah, that's 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 true tea. That's it. No one under, and the thing is, no one would cancel other people. If they knew how bad, it, they was. Knew how bad it was, and how how bad it is on the but other receiving end. They don't want to know. For, no, they don't. They yeah. they want to believe the truth. They want to believe their perception no. is true. No, and that's just true. That's the truth. But that's it for the entire confessions tag. That was so much fun. It actually really was. I actually, really had a lot of fun. I felt I, we deep dove in a couple of I things. I feel like yeah, I learned things I really about liked it. you. Really? Yeah. I feel like I learned things about you too. Wow. I and hope I you guys like, did too. Which is actually very strange because like I feel like I know you like live like the back of your hand. You never know to ask. But you never know to ask. You never know to ask. How funny. What a gorgeous episode. I loved it. Thank you Thank guys, you guys for watching. Thank you guys so much for watching. We love you guys so, so, so much. Thank you for all the subscribes. Thank you for the listens, for the likes, the comments. We really, really genuinely appreciate it. We love reading you guys' comments and we appreciate our full fam so much. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like. And, if you're listening, uh, same thing. Yeah. Thank you. Bye guys. We love you. Bye. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh my God, Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. <laughs> That sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real dill. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing. What about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salute drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm -hmm. your cocktail. Mm -hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salute has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health.